What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Chad Arms, aka Chetty Bobby. All of all 40. And my name is Tony, aka Friday the 14th. And this is Over the Top with Chad and Tony. We back! We back! <laughs> That was my. <laughs> I don't know what that was. That was my Krusty the Clown. Shout out to Krusty the Clown. Shout out to. Yeah. Shout out to Moon Pies Simpsons. too. Moon Pies have nothing to do with Krusty the Clown. I like Moon Pies though. Shout out! To, I like Moon Pies. I had. You know what? They're good I, every now and then. Hey, I. But I like them. Just bought a box of some lemon Moon Pies, and let me tell you, mm. I'm over the moon. Really? Yeah. For the Moon Pie. For the Moon Pie, <laughs> I'm over the moon. Meaning, I'm greatly um, satisfied by the, the lemonade. <laughs> the lemonade Moon Pie. The lemon pie. <laughs> Okay, episode five, we're back, guys. We're not canceled. We're in a different location. We are. We're testing something else out here. We're testing out a different location. It's much closer to me and Tony. We got my boy Chance from Revolution One Media behind behind the situation today. A.K.A. The Director. The Director. Revolution One Media. Also, Nixon Pro Media. Salute to y'all for letting us use the, uh, the, the establishment. And salute to Squint Six One Five. He's been killing yep. it with us Thank with, you the, so much. with the episodes. But it's we've been we've been getting so booked and stuff with the podcast. But I got some shit to say. And this is much closer for for me and Tony, and much like easier. So we're gonna try this and see how it goes. Y'all bear with us as yep. we're building this thing. And and we're gonna be able to expand with this setup too, and everything too. For sure, so. we can expand from this. Is just the basic setup, but we're um we're 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 gonna keep you know plugging along. Yes, but. Before we get into this episode, which is our first wrestling episode. First wrestling episode. I'm excited. I am hyper. Um, hyper. Or hype. Take the R off. Hi, you're always it's always hyper. best. To you're always R. hyper. That's for sure. I'm hype. Um, we're we're, <laughs> we're going to be talking about our favorite WrestleMania matches today. Yes. Yep. Yes, we are today. It, uh, I grew up a wrestling fan. My dad was a big wrestling fan growing mm-hmm. up. Uh, we used to always go down to the fairgrounds when I was a kid yeah. um, to see the little Nashville shows and all that. So you'd see Lawler down there back in the days. Yep. Um, my dad saw The Undertaker before he became the, mean Mark Call- He saw Mark Callis out there Dope. before he became The Undertaker wrestling shout out, out to, there. Shout out to Kent Murphy. And then... Uh, to, what was it? What was the big guy? Is that Tojo Yamamoto? Tojo Yamamoto. My granddaddy, my dad's dad used to love watching wrestling, and he always talked about Tojo Yamamoto. Yeah, and I think yeah. he was big here in the Nashville scene in the uh, back in the day when the seventies, eighties, when yeah. when the independent uh, or the second well, I, the what, what am I thinking of the. Not your main corporations and all that stuff. Just the indie circuit. Yeah, the, the indie circuit. That's type territory stuff. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. That's so, the word. So we're going to talk about our favorite WrestleMania matches today. This is our first wrestling episode. And we're, what we're planning on doing with this podcast is not just making it movies. No. Um, we're going to talk about wrestling. I think some because the a big subscriber base of this channel is wrestling fans. Yes. Are wrestling fans. Sorry. I'm good at grammar sometimes. And like we've always said, well, we said this since the first episode, the uh-huh. two guys that can butcher the English language the most are rolling with the podcast, and that's us. <laughs> yeah, it's a... Um, so bear with us. Bear with us. You know what we're trying to say, we just can't get it out quick enough. Exactly. <laughs> we're going to put a bow on the last episode. Ep- episode four. 1981 Nin- Whore. Thoughts? A great episode. It just like we said before... It's one of the best years ever in horror uh, slashers. Uh, just a great year for, as a horror fan. Yeah, and I think that um, we're going to start batch like batch recording episodes, so we're recording ahead of time. But um, I really like the way that we did that episode. I yes. think that we 
covered a good majority of the 81. There were some that we didn't yep. see. But I think we at least talked about them. And like you, you know, said, we can also down the line with that, with 1981 too, have a part two to that on down the line where we've watched some movies that we didn't before mm-hmm. and talk about those as well. Yeah, for sure. Because we can always, like the gangster movies that we did on episode one, we're, mm-hmm. there's uh, enough movies there for an episode two of that. So No, for sure. For sure. Um, but I think this is going to be a fun one because with WrestleMania just was – this past weekend when we're filming this, this yep. is going to be coming out about a week after this is being filmed. But WrestleMania just came and went. I didn't even watch WrestleMania this year. I watched it last year. I don't really watch wrestling present day, mm-hmm. but I am down to talk about classic wrestling as long as oh, I yeah. want to talk about it. Uh, late 80s, early 90s, uh, all through the 90s, in the early 2000s was my bread and butter for Yeah, for, for sure. And, and see, with me – Through the Attitude Era. And then I lost uh, – after high school, I lost interest in watching wrestling. And then mm-hmm. once I met up with you, mm-hmm. um, we started watching wrestling and stuff together. Yep. And that's when we started doing the live streams. And those did really, really well on this channel. No, they did. When we used to watch the live streams, that was back when the uh, – was the network even a thing yet? It was it right was. at the – yeah, we all had the network then. And uh, I think it was like maybe a couple years after the network came available – because uh, we had uh, Lasagna Mania at my house that one year. Definite Lasagna Mania, which uh, needs for, to be revisited. I think that was that WrestleMania 31, I think. It sounds right, uh, is which will be 2015. We, yeah, when we all came over for Lasagna Mania. Um, but, yeah, I've – and I'm with you. I haven't really kept up with today's wrestling uh, yeah. landscape. I know we have the AEW that's out there that's doing yeah. really well. And then you have, the, of course, the WWE, which – at the filming of this episode, just got sold to the company that owns the UFC. Now they're worth, what, $21 billion? The, between the crazy. UFC and the WWE as a company together are worth over $21 billion. So exactly. What, what exactly does that mean for WWE, per se? I think. From the day to day, is it going to Which I look? didn't realize that the UFC is a bigger company than the WWE now. I could see that just because it's, I mean, UFC it's worldwide. Well, but the WWE is worldwide is. as well. But at the end of it, at the end of it, UFC's real. Yeah. And I, I, mean, yeah. I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, I love wrestling, but it's it's entertainment. Yes. Um, but what but about, yeah. hold on, do you want to talk about how Vince McMahon looked in this press conference for, for the Yeah, Celtics? man, we're going to put a picture up here. Apparently, Vince McMahon is going to be a villain in. Um, and, and, and I don't know if it's like some kind of like Roger Rabbit. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Narcos. Friend Roger Rabbit like sequel. I don't know. Or if, it's he's a terrible be, if he's going to be like a drug lord and terrible. Narcos. But it, I don't know what Vince is doing with that facial hair. I've watched wrestling my whole life. Vince McMahon ain't never, ever, ever had no never. fucking ne- Never had facial hair. Never yeah. had any And that mustache ch- choice. Oh, man. It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. And... I didn't watch the Raw after WrestleMania, and evidently he's taken back control over it, and evidently it's not the best to get. Ever. From what I've been reading and, and seeing everybody uh, since Triple H has taken back over creative, everything has been going better. Yeah. And I guess now McMahon is taking back over creative now that the company is sold and we can only see where it's going from here. As much as McMahon has done for professional wrestling – it's time for it's 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 time to let Triple H take charge of it. Triple H knows what the fans mm-hmm. want to see. He knows he's all about long term booking. Which Chance brought this up um, to me when we were talking about this last WrestleMania. Which um, I only saw a few matches from it. The main event I wanted to see Cody Rhodes versus Roman Reigns. 
I actually thought Cody Rhodes would come out as a winner of this, but like Chance brought out to me, Triple H is doing long-term booking again, mm-hmm. which uh, even when we were watching wrestling together, title runs would maybe last two or three two or three pay-per-views. You know what I'm saying? Towards the end, like in the in the in the and titles with golden it, era, like, like they, a, they went. It's like the title really didn't mean nothing because it would change hands so much. Yeah, and they've left. I mean, as far as I know, Roman Reigns has had the belt for what two years? Yeah, or I, yeah. It's a long. I think it's getting up there with the longest reign, uh, longest title reign in history, and everything. Yeah. Which is, it's good for like uh, long term booking, which will make. But I think if Cody wouldn't have got hurt last year, I think Cody probably would have won the belt at WrestleMania. Was the match dope? I didn't even watch yeah, it. Yeah, the match was really good. Cody Rhodes, of course, is a great worker. And Roman Reigns is a great worker, too. And they know how to sell. Mm-hmm. It was a great match. And it's just a surprising ending. The entrances were great. Cody's entrance was awesome. Uh, he involved his uh, his daughter at ringside. Mm-hmm. And then um, Brody Lee, uh, not, I, I, John Hubert, I think, was Brody Lee's real name. He mm-hmm. passed away a little over yeah. a year ago. And he... Uh, his son was ringside with Cody Rhodes. Oh, that's dope. Uh, and everything. So, I just, with everything leading up to it, I was for sure sold that Cody was going to win the title. Yeah. But, I, like I said, I had, I didn't, I've watched, like, the highlights of everything from when Cody won the Royal Rumble uh, and just their talking back and forth and everything. And the lead-up was great. Yeah. But, like, like just long-term booking. That's yeah. what it used to be back in the day. Yeah, that's what we're going to get into today with these WrestleMania matches. Um, we've got a, we've compiled a list. There's not there's no like particular order. We're just going to kind of bounce some back and forth. Um, a lot of them that 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 he's talked about are ones that are some of my favorites too. Oh yeah, I mean um, we're going to have a very similar list on this as well because we grew up in the same time. We were. I'm assuming fans of the same guys and all that stuff. So yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited. Do you want to you want to start off with one on your list first? Yeah, we'll go um, on my list. Well, I didn't um, put any kind of order on them, and I was kind of going off of what ones Tony had that we're going to talk about. But some that that one in in particular to me that that's not like a main card match from the early on from the earlier days would be from WrestleMania eight. That's when you had Bret Hart and Rowdy Roddy Piper uh, went up against each other at WrestleMania 8 for the Intercontinental title. Okay, that's what I was about to ask. It was like a passing of the torch kind of thing, yeah. I feel like, because that was when Bret Hart separated himself from Hart Foundation. You know, yep. They had their tag team run for some years, and then he decided to go um, and do his solo thing. And I want to say uh, Anvil did some stuff with Owen, and yeah. kind of like high yeah. energy, or or not, uh, not Anvil. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. But at the just this a great is technical what, match. Yeah, this is a great. This is a dope match, man. And it was just cool to see that kind of um, passing of the torch type thing. Yeah. You know, at WrestleMania eight, that's also I think WrestleMania eight's the one that had uh, Macho Man and Flair. Oh, okay, I'm pretty for sure. The, and I okay. want to say it was Psycho or Sid Justice and Hogan. Sid Justice. Right. Sid <laughs> Justice, because that was when that was when the Royal Rumble leading up to that one, Flair won. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. is the best Royal Rumble ever. Ninety-two Royal Rumble. Oh, it's it's my favorite cover from the old uh, when we talked about VHS covers mm-hmm. from seeing it at Blockbuster or Movie Gallery. That's my favorite Royal Rumble cover because you have Hogan and then everybody else behind him yeah. on that one. Uh, yeah. and leading up to that, I want to say that is that, Sid is Justice right like that caused. What's that? Am I right on that cover? No, Hogan wasn't part of that Rumble, was he? Ninety-two. I thought he was because he, yeah, Psycho okay. Sid is, ended up pulling him out, and that's what they're. That's was. okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, because yeah. Hogan had won it in ninety and ninety-one. Okay. Yeah. And then Flair came in at like 
the he was the one of the first entries and yeah. it went the whole. Yeah. That's the one that had Bobby the Brain on commentary. And uh, it was so goat, great, bro. Goat. He's the goat. But that's the first one that I wanted to kind of show some light on because you don't really hear. There's not. Unfortunately, RIP with Roddy Piper, but yeah. there's not a lot of Roddy Piper matches that you can say were stand just, out. So, yeah, I, I love the character, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it was more Piper's he, Pit, Piper's Pit type stuff. But this match was really dope to me, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, it just, of course, you had Brett going over in that one. Yeah, just but, the technical because Bret Hart is probably one. Him and Shawn Michaels are probably my favorite technical wrestlers ever to come out. For sure, just the the. The work that they could put in and make it, they made it look effortless. No, with, yeah, with, what they did and the way that Piper was able to work with Brett because Piper wasn't a technical. No, wrestler. no, he's he just was like a brawler. brawler. Yeah. The only other match that I could say uh, with Piper would be the one with him and Goldust when they had like the street ball, yeah. street brawl. Yeah. And they beat the living fuck out of each other. It was other, almost bro. like a remake of They Live. Yes, it was. <laughs> it was. That was when they used the whole spot with OJ. Remember yeah. 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 And shit? That's the only other WrestleMania Piper stuff that I would that I could think of on top of my head, but Piper and um, and Bret Hart I thought was a really cool. Oh, it's a great one. Yeah, one probably the the first probably WrestleMania match that I can remember was probably WrestleMania six with Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior with Hogan being the champ and Warrior coming in as the Intercontinental Champ. Yep, which was cool about Ultimate Warrior is he had. I think he was probably one of the first guys that had the custom belts. No, yeah, with the green was it the green strap? Or uh, the, I think he had the strap? orange. He had the oh, orange okay. strap for, uh, for the, but he did have the green and the white. He's the first one I remember having like a customized belt when he became a champion yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, but just just to build up to that, I mean, both of those guys with their promos. I mean, you could hardly understand what they were saying, but it was just, especially Warrior. Every vein in his body is about to pop out. Mm-hmm. With his promos, he, oh yeah, dude. But just the entrances, of course, you, Ult- Warriors' entrance is iconic with him just dead sprinting to the ring and going mm-hmm. crazy. But what stood out to me is one of my favorite entrances of all time is Hogan's entrance coming out as the champ. Um, where was that one at? That was in Toronto. It was Toronto at the Pontiac Silverdome. It was a huge crowd and just. Edge, I remember Edge talking about Edge was in the crowd watching because he, he was from Canada. I want to yeah. say. He talks about being in the crowd like as a kid. Oh, I can't it. imagine being yeah. in the, as a kid being in the yeah. crowd for that. Especially because you have – I was a Warrior and a Hogan fan. Hogan was my number one as a kid, but I was a huge Warrior fan. And that's the first time I can remember two baby faces going at it for yeah. the title. Yeah. Uh, the match, not great at all. Test of strength for what, uh, 40 minutes? Yeah. It was not a Really great bad. Match. But as a kid, you didn't think about any of that No, shit. no. You it, just, just love the character. It, you, it was Warrior and Hogan in, a, in the ring together going at it. I mean, like I said, technical-wise, technical horrible. Yeah. The, the, way, the way it finishes is Hogan misses the leg boot, and then Warrior does the splash, and then we're done. Mm-hmm. But, I was so mad because, you know, I'm such a Hogan, a Hogan fan, and I – we talked about it in one of the other episodes when I wrote yeah. in that card because you know in nineties when the earthquake did all that and then he came back and they fought and um, you know this was around that time actually this was after after so after he lost the belt to Warrior yeah in March or April of ninety is when he went into the feud with yeah because that was SummerSlam because that's he was taking a break he was taking a break yep okay and everything so that's and that's the first time and you never saw Hogan Hogan never put anybody over. Never, and he put over Warrior there because, of course, he was he knew his 
he was taking a break going down the line, but he even gives Warrior his flowers, and after the match, he brings the belt to Warrior, gives him the belt, and then lets Warrior have his moment and all that stuff. So. What, wasn't that when he wanted to go take a break to go shoot that film, that TV show? It was the Thunder in Paradise? Yeah, was that that it's time? Probably, yeah. That yeah. sound, again. Because was it 93 or 90, 94 when he went to WCW, correct? Yeah, 94. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was probably that right, right there in Thunder and Paradise. He wanted to take some time to do something. I remember that. But, the, yeah, that that match was epic at the time. It, like, going back and looking at it, like, as an adult, I remember as a kid thinking it was oh. awesome. But, like, as an adult, it just doesn't hit the same, no. really. No, it's just, it's the nostalgia. But it's definitely, it's definitely got to be talked about. Yeah. It's the same with the next year with WrestleMania 7. You have Hogan coming back. Um, and then Sergeant Slaughter is the champ at the time. Mm-hmm. And it's Sergeant Slaughter. It's during the Gulf War. The yep. Gulf War is going on. Sergeant Slaughter's uh, being the Iraqi the Iraqi mm-hmm. character and all that. And then Hogan is all about everything America. That entrance is great, too, when he's wearing the American flag bandana. He comes out to the ring with the American flag. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> he gets busted open in that match. Yep. Um, but that was that match is so much better than the Warrior Hogan match because that's one match that you actually see Hogan working in. Yeah, and everything. So yeah, that seven stands out. Was six the nostalgia factor? Seven is by far the better match. Yeah, and if y'all see me on my phone this episode, I'm doing re, I'm re, I'm on Wikipedia like research and stuff about the matches. Yeah, I don't want y'all to think I'm just on my phone. No, but like they um I'm I'm looking up WrestleMania seven for a second because I'm trying to see what else was on there. Yeah, and then of course you had Hogan come out as the champ uh, with that one, and the crowd goes nuts. The Ameri- the one thing he, I I did notice watching back on he wipes his face with the American flag and gets blood all over the American flag at that one. <laughs> It's kind we'll of like, see, what are you doing there, bud? <laughs> we'll see. And see, you got to remember, too. I keep leaning back. Sorry, Chance. The, so, leading up to that mania, Royal Rumble 91 is when you had the match with, I want to say, yeah, you had the match with Warrior and, and Slaughter for the title. Yes. Yeah. That's when Macho Man come out with that scepter and, and hit him over bust, the head. Yep. Yes. He won the belt from Warrior, and everybody just lost their shit. Yes. Yeah. Because yeah. that was when the whole – the the desert storm was going on and he was just straight up like disrespecting the yes, shit out of everybody the, of America and the flag and stuff. Yeah, and which was good story, which was good booking at that time. They, I mean, you yeah. you they put that story with what the times is going on, and of course you're going to get reactions like they did out of it. And see, too, that led into that match with Warrior and Macho Man. It was a retirement match at yeah. WrestleMania Seven. Yep. You know what I mean? The same one, same one you were just talking about with Slaughter and Hogan. So, WrestleMania 7 was 5, 6, and 7, to me, we're, were just so dope. And now, that was right there in our golden area as, as kids, and it's just... And, and granted, like, the first WrestleMania, the first two WrestleManias, to me, they're so hard to watch. Yeah, it's Go just... back and watch them. And even three, obviously, we're going to get into the Steamboat Macho Man. Yeah, that's... And, yeah. and Hogan-Andre, when Hogan slammed Andre, of course, that's an epic moment. Yeah, but, like, but the match is not good. The matches themselves were just were kind the of the best rough. match on that card was Steamboat and Macho. Macho Man, of course, which is is touted as one of the greatest wrestling wrestling matches ever. Yes, and it's really dope. But like, it, it was an honorable mention on on my list. There, it's a great match, great uh, Intercontinental Title match. Yeah, one of the best Intercontinental Title matches ever. Yeah, but it's <clears throat> I went back and watched it, that match again. And it's a slower-paced one because, mm-hmm. um, I mean, Steamboat 
he was limited on on everything. It, it, the look of Steamboat was awesome back in the day because you immediately thought Bruce Lee as a kid. Yeah, so, sure. but yeah, that that would be an honorable mention on my list. Yeah. So okay. So here's one for me: <clears throat> WrestleMania ten, Owen and Brett. That's a great one. Great it's match, a, man. Great match. Another technical the, show, and that's when Owen arrived. Yes, at that, one. That, that, that was ninety four. So that was like. They were coming off the the WrestleMania nine, which was done at Trump Plaza, the the weird one. Yeah. That that had like the ending with Yokozuna and Hogan and all that yeah, weird stuff. Yeah, Hart Brett lost the title to Yokozuna, and then Hogan steps in and immediately wins yeah, the title just, off of a off of a big boot, and all of a sudden Yokozuna's down. Yeah, but that's I think when too Taker fought with Giant Gonzalez yep, or somebody. Yep, somebody yep. It was crazy. Sorry about that. Um, but just yeah, WrestleMania ten. I thought Owen and Brett's match was. So so dope. Yes, and obviously WrestleMania ten was epic in the sense of that. With you had Razor and Shawn Michaels ladder match, which that, is one of the greatest ladder matches ever. Ever. I mean that 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 was the show stealer of that WrestleMania, in my opinion, was that Michaels Razor match, which you had both of them had the IC title coming into it. Yep. Um, and this was for the unif or unified or sole championship. It just the show that they put on, just epic. And you know Absolutely. what's you know what's crazy about that match with Owen and Brett? It was the second match on the card. What was the first match on the card that night? Oh, the Heavenly Bodies, Tom Pritchard and Jimmy Del Rey defeated the Bushwhackers, R.I.P. to yeah. Butch. Was it Butch? Yeah, right? I, I believe so. I well, R.I.P. to you, Bubba. One of the Bushwhackers. Yeah, yeah man. Um, but that that at WrestleMania ten, you had Brett and Yoko for the title, and you had Piper as the referee in that one. But you had Razor and Sean in the ladder match for the uh, IC belt. And what's crazy is that match was 18 minutes, bro. That's crazy. Now, like, that would be a short-ass match. Yeah. And just what they were able to – and it was – for a big man, like, I don't – is Razor or Scott Hall to you probably the one of the best wrestlers never to win a world title? He is the best wrestler to never win a world world title. R.I.P. Scott Hall. The same – well, no, Dusty won. He won the – he won. He won the world in, title. In NWA. Yeah, he won the NWA, NWA title. No, they was like but yeah, I agree out. with you. Scott Hall as he was the be, uh, one of the top intercontinental champions or, mm-hmm. or U.S. champion WCW. Yeah. Uh, would that be the same significance when the U.S. championship to the intercontinental? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Scott Hall by far is probably the best wrestler to never win a world title, yeah. which he should have at least one run. Uh, thank you, director. Another one too, uh, Mr. Perfect. Ch- Chances, oh, no, for sure, per- perfect too. But I feel Kurt like- Henning was just a technical. He's he him and his Bret Hart match. Him and Bret Hart had some masterful matches. Oh, uh, Mr. Well. Perfect's one of the goats too. Like I was just, I would say Razor or Scott Hall, just because unfortunately yeah. he was. You know, Mr. Perfect passed away at the height of his career. Yeah. You know, yeah. not maybe not the height, but like he still had several years left in him. Yeah, and that's I, same I, with Ravish McGrude. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He's Ravish. another one that didn't win a that didn't win a title that was yep. under and say Jake the Snake as Jake well. The Snake. He never won a world title no, either. And Jake, you know. But but yeah, WrestleMania ten, bro, I thought Owen and Brett was a was a super dope you know, and then you had Macho Man and Crush had that like bra- all out brawl, which was kind of oh, entertaining. Yeah. Yes, I forgot about that one. Yeah, that was so 95 and 96, 11 and 12 were rough because that was when they were, they had the whole ordeal with the the talent was going over to WCW they yep. were, and they didn't have no money. It was after the, the, the steroid trial and all that. 
So 94, 95, 96 is when WWE was starting to kind of yeah, it was trying to figure itself out. Well, their out. one saving grace in that time period was WrestleMania 12 when mm-hmm. you had the Iron Man match between Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Oh, for sure. Uh, that was uh, that was a saving point for it because that match is probably one of the best matches in wrestling history. No, no, for sure, for and sure. Some of the best, one of the best entrances ever uh, in WrestleMania history too is Michaels coming from the rafters. No, absolutely, and and like what's crazy too is like on those Iron Man matches, man. Almost every time you watched an Iron Man match in WWE or WWF, it was going in sudden death. Oh yeah, it was zero yeah. zero went into sudden death. They put on a show for sixty minutes, crazy, and then had to go into sudden death. And of course, Sean. Well, no, those are those are the only two guys that could have done that at that point. At that point, yeah, for sure. For the WWE, that, honestly, at that time, if you look at matter of fact, let's look it up. You look at WrestleMania twelve, bro. You look at the talent on WrestleMania twelve. Let's hear. They it. had to do that, bro. Yeah, yeah, to take you know a time. They had to. Yeah, they had to. They had to because you had the body Donnas. And the Godwins in match one. You had the Huckster featuring fought Nacho Man to a no contest. Oh, wow. The Huckster. You had the British Bulldog, Owen Hart, and Vader against Ahmed Johnson, Jake the Snake, and Yokozuna in a six-man tag. Oh, my gosh. Piper and Goldust in the backlot brawl. Okay, that was that the was, fire. That was fire. Yeah. But you had Stone Cold and Savio Vega. That was before Stone Cold. That was at the yeah. beginning. It was before King of the Ring when it, whenever Stone Cold was. Yeah, because the him. next year is when Stone Cold took off to the moon. Then they had the match where Ultimate Warrior buried Triple H in a minute and a half. Yeah, which made no sense. You had Taker and Diesel, which was just okay. And then you had the Sean. And yeah, as good as Broadway. Kevin Nash was, he was not the greatest of worker. No. I love so I love stiff. Nash, though. He's my favorite, like, big oh, man. Yeah, oh, yeah. But, but yeah, unfortunately. Shout out to poor Taylor back in the day. He got powerbombed so much as a kid. <laughs> There's a, oh, you Oh, dude. He was a, poor Taylor. It, me and my brother are eight years apart. And unfortunately for him and all my friends and growing up, we were all wrestling fans, and poor Taylor was our wrestling move test dummy. Yeah. He got every move tried out, and he's – poor kid. Poor kid. And shout out Taylor. Yeah, poor guy. Um, but, yeah, WrestleMania 12, that match, of course. Um, I'm going to skip ahead to WrestleMania 19, which I feel like WrestleMania 19, match for match, is one of the best – It's it's in the top – I would say it's in the top three, my favorite WrestleManias oh, well, put okay. together. Because the, the amount of talent, that because this was in 2003. Yeah. And this is when you had, WWE had absorbed WCW. They had absorbed ECW. Oh, yeah. They were just you know loaded. They were just loaded. They had so much talent. This is when they had the SmackDown, the Raw. They had all that. But the match I'm talking about is Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle. Okay. Title match, right? Um, was it was, that Brock's, Brock's first title win? 2003, I would say so, because Angle was the champion going in, and the stipulation in that one is if Angle got counted out, DQ'd, or had anyone interfere, Brock would still win, win the title. Because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking leading up to that, Angle was trying to sissy his way out of like. I got you. Now was Paul Heyman, was Paul Heyman with Brock at that point too, um, or is that? Or I don't think he was with. Was it, has he been with Brock since the beginning? I can't remember. I, I, I just, see. I wouldn't know because I I didn't watch back that back then. I think he has, but but that match was crazy because that's the whole spot. Or for one, the match was fire, and Brock was in. I mean, he was two years in the WWE, a year in, and um, that's when he tried to do the shooting star press and, and landed on his neck. head, and it looked like he broke his fucking neck. Man, it was crazy. And then he finished the match. And yeah, he hit three F fives on Angle. That's how he beat, he beat yeah. him with F five. Is he probably one of the most athletic big men? 
I think he's the most athletic big man. I mean, who would be more athletic than Brock Lesnar? It's, it's insane. But I will the tell agility you. Agility-wise. Yeah, agility. Power, wise. agility. Like, Braun Strowman is amazing. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, like, but he just, he's not as. He's not that, as athletic. No, Brock Lesnar could stand flat-footed and jump on this table from the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's unreal how. You know what I mean? Athletic and how big he is. Yeah. And, um, but uh, I watched, <clears throat> going back to this past, uh, this newest WrestleMania, I did watch the, he, he had the first match of night two. With some new guy, his name's Osmos, Osmos, or something like that. Yeah, I heard. What, what was that? Did he put him over? Uh, no, Brock won the match, but I've never seen Brock as a little man. This Osmos guy towers. Oh, I don't even know who that is. I have to over, check that out. I think he's like supposedly like six nine. Uh, oh, he's, he may be over seven foot. Mm-hmm. But he was legit, and Brock's a huge human being. Yeah, he's yeah, six yeah. five, and this guy is towering over top of Brock Lesnar. Yeah, looking crazy. down on Brock Lesnar, yeah. that's un, unheard of. Yeah, I have to, I have to look at that. But at WrestleMania 19, like Lesnar and Angle, d- despite Brock almost fucking yeah k- killing himself, killing himself. That match was crazy. You also had the Jericho and Shawn Michaels match, which was crazy. That that match. You had the third WrestleMania uh, match between Stone Cold and The Rock. Definitely not their best one. We'll talk about yeah. their best one here in a minute. I'm sure. But that was on the card. You had, you had McMahon and Hulk Hogan. Okay. So that that WrestleMania to me, other than WrestleMania 17, I feel like WrestleMania 17 and 19 um, are two of the best ones. Oh, honestly. yeah. Uh, yeah, 17's probably one of the best WrestleManias. Yeah. That could be compared with this one. Yeah. Uh, well, hell, do you want to just talk about, uh, since we're talking about WrestleMania 17, you want to just jump into that one with the Stone Cold and the Rock match in that one? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Um, and then also you had the second TLC match from the Dudleys, Edge and Christian, and the right. Hardy Boys, which was... That's that's the one, because I get them mixed up because they did a few of them. That's the one when Edge speared Jeff Hardy off. Dur- yeah, off yeah, the yeah. The first the one... Crazy, when, one of the crazy... Well, you think it's the... One of the craziest spots in WWE history. It's yeah, yeah. You haven't seen anybody try to replicate it. Well, you've seen. I say you see Mick Foley fall off the cage. Yeah, that's up the, there. This, or the the cell. Well, and both well falling through both times of the cell because he yeah. got thrown off the top and then legit fell through the cell twice, didn't he? Yeah. Because I think he fell through with the Undertaker and then he fell through again with Triple H, correct? And that's when that was a different match. Yeah, 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 but, yeah, but sure. yeah. Yep. yeah, he definitely. And then, but yeah, that's that spot. And then in the first one that they had, you had Jeff Hardy do the Swanton off that huge ladder yep. onto the table. But yeah, we're talking about seventeen. But you want to talk about the uh, the Austin, or do you want to talk about the TLC match first? Because they're both from that pay per view. We can talk about we can talk about the TLC match first. First of all. Those three tag teams were fucking amazing. Uh, they were the, they worked the best together. Man, and it just Dudley Boys, Edge and Christian, and the Hardy Boys. There's no better like those. They had three or four of them. I remember they had another one for like when, one was at SummerSlam. Yeah, it wasn't what, what, one of them for like Trish Stratus Invitational something to get so, to be her. Yeah, man. I'm not sure what, but I remember a SummerSlam uh, yeah. TLC because you were hoping you'd just get one of these TLCs every pay per view after after seeing it because. They had no self awareness for for their own body in those matches. They were just putting it all on the line. Oh, for sure. For entertainment, and they entertained the hell out of us with that match. And I who was the match after that one? Um, after the oh. the triple threat uh, TLC match. 
the gimmick battle royal. The gimmick, okay, yeah, which that's, they needed to do. Yeah, yeah like there, that. how yeah. I would have hated to be the match after that. Which Iron Sheik won. Hulk Hogan, you piece of shit. <laughs> one of the best, one of the best follows on Twitter. Oh my god! If you don't follow the Iron Sheik, he please puts do an it. S on everything. Nothing's plural. No. Everything's plural, but it's not special. And there's to be. at least one daily shot at Hulk Hogan. Oh, dude! On the daily. <laughs> it, it, it's it's great. But okay, so you go from that one, and then you had the the main event of that of uh, that one was The Rock and Stone yeah. Cold. So yeah, after the the gimmick battle royal, you had you had Taker Triple H, yeah, which was solid. It was the first of their several yes. WrestleManias. And then you had Stone Cold and The Rock. Yeah, yeah that's the then, one that had the my, the Limp Biscuit My Way like yep. promo. Oh yeah, the build up to that one. But yeah, bro. the one it, it did. Were you a big Stone Cold fan of that day? Oh yeah. Did it break? Ain't that the one where he joined up with McMahon after? Yeah, and which was it, so it, uh, was so lame. Oh, was it had, that one or was it the? It was that one. It was that one, right? Yeah. Where he hits the rock with the chair. Uh, yeah. McMahon gives him the chair, and they yeah. he joins. The Two thousand one, Stone Cold tried to be heel, and it just didn't work. No, at all. Uh, and he still got cheered after that match. Yeah. the crowd still pops huge. Yeah, for for him, it's, that's the Stone Cold pop. There's. Hardly anybody that could get a pop like Stone Cold did back in the Attitude. Oh, uh, he did. Yeah. I mean, The Rock's was the pretty, Rock's but was, Stone Cold's was unmatched. Though. But still, this I'd still put Stone Cold's pop over over The Rock's pop. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, because The Rock, you know, there in two thousand two when The Rock decided to leave and go start doing movies, he was getting booed when he was coming. When oh, yeah. if you watch the SummerSlam O two with him and Lesnar, they booed the shit out of The Rock. Yeah, just like they did in the which we can talk about WrestleMania eighteen. Yeah, The Rock and Hogan. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, saw yeah. what that was like. You saw it's what crazy. they were doing. You saw how the crowd. I have never seen a crowd more involved in a wrestling match than that match right there. It's bro. it's insane, but it's it, it's what they call it the icon versus icon match. Yeah, man. Rightfully so. No, never in a million years would you ever think that you'd see Hogan versus The Rock in a match. Never, bro. Like, but that match was crazy, especially because you know Hogan at the time, like. It was in the, well that and it was NWO, but they weren't like like Hall ended up he wrestled Stone Cold and it was a mediocre oh, match. Yeah, terrible. Nash ended up wrestling. Um, who did Nash wrestle that that pay per view? Remember who Nash was in with that one, but I remember the the Hall and the Stone Cold match being very sloppy. Oh, that's right. Stone Cold defeated Scott Hall, and Nash was just in the corner of yeah. Of, and that match wrestled. was super sloppy. It was super sloper. Uh, super sloppy. It was super sloppy. Yeah, but the craziest thing about the Rock and Hogan match is that it was only sixteen minutes long. Bro. That's crazy, and it felt like an hour. Yeah, but it. And I mean, it's just the build up. To yeah, it. the build up to it. But like, what was crazy is that that should have been the final match on the card. What was the? Well, because after that. They had a woman's match, Trish and Jazz. But then Triple H and Chris Jericho fought for the undisputed title. That was the main event. But the the, the it was already dead. Everything was deflated after yeah. that match because they were. That was back when they were still doing. Well, the title match needs to be the last match yeah. on the card. Yeah. When obviously that wasn't the main event, bro. Because no. Jericho even talks about it in some DVD or something about y'all going to make us. Yeah. Follow that. Now, like, is it, are you a Jericho? I think Jericho was super underrated. I think he was definitely underrated. I like him a lot. I appreciate him a lot more now. Yeah. Back then, I, I just kind of was like, whatever. But like now, going back and watching Jericho, he was. It's kind of like underrated. like a, a Ric Flair thing to me. I wasn't ever a Ric Flair fan growing up, but as I got older, watching stuff on him, you get more of appreciation for him. Yeah. And same with Dusty Rhodes too. I. The, like uh, we brought up before the episode, me and Chance were talking, and f- his first memories of Dusty Rhodes was Polka Dot Dusty Rhodes. 
Man. And what was what was the the chick that he had with him? Sapphire. Yeah, Sapphire. Sapphire. That's and it was kind of like the WWF was kind of throwing a joke at Dusty Rhodes there because. Well, as when we saw him then, we didn't realize, well, why is this guy out here in polka dots? But I well, no, and two, like the other jokes on the polka dots with Dusty Rhodes, and then on top of that, the Million Dollar Man's manager was named Virgil. Virgil is Dusty Rhodes' name. Virgil Runnels. Yeah. That, so that was kind of like they thought a was a shot, was a dig at Dusty Rhodes. Yeah. So like. But Dusty Rhodes said, I mean, he was getting paid, bro. Yeah. That's why that's Dusty all, Rhodes is one of the goats to me, dog. Getting paid. He's one of the goats to me for sure. But WrestleMania 18 was dope, man. Um, well, I got a little throw it back to uh, what about WrestleMania 13 with Bret Hart versus Stone Cold in the submission match? Oh, man, that's, that's, when, you what, the, that's when you had the, tur- the double turn. That's, that's, what, that's what set Stone Cold on a skyrocket oh, to yeah, stardom. Because it was kind of just like the uh, Icon versus Icon match. Yeah. Right in the middle of that match, everything turns. And you had, what, Ken Shamrock was the referee of that yeah. match. And yeah. that just that's when you get the, your heel run from Bret Hart out of that. Yeah. You get, uh, then, like I said, you get the whole Stone Cold era starts from there. Yeah, and see, like, cause it, just to kind of – so WrestleMania 13 was 97, right? Mm-hmm. Six months prior to that match is when Stone Cold – one King of the Ring ninety six, yeah, and, whole and that's when that's when yeah, that's when all that started. So you had that build up, but then you had when Stone Cold's in that sharpshooter, bro, and he's getting and he's bleeding all. Oh yeah, I mean y'all, everybody, everybody we'll throw knows pictures. It. We'll throw yeah. pictures up, of course. Everybody obviously. knows that knows that picture. Oh, it's it's iconic and just are interesting. <laughs> but and then passes out. Yeah, and that and that's how yeah. I mean it 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 built up Stone Cold and he lost, but it still built him up. No, for sure. It definitely did. Uh, but and like I said, that's what skyrockets every, into the next year at WrestleMania 14. That's when you get Shawn Michaels versus Stone Cold with Mike Tyson as the referee. Yeah, and what what sucked about that match was that that match could have been one of the best WrestleMania matches ever. Yes. But Shawn Michaels' back was jacked. That's when he, he had a match, I want to say, against Taker at the Rumble. Is that when he landed on the announce yes, table? Yes, that's when back? he landed all weird. And then ever since, like, he was not anywhere close to 100% yeah. in that match. But the match, they made, still made he it work. Still, he still worked. It mean, still was still, great. Yeah. Like, Mike Tyson, you didn't know what he was going to, if he was going to be fair. he thought he was going to be with DEX. Yeah. Know, the whole thing. And yeah. probably one of the quickest three counts ever. Oh, of all time. So who's <laughs> going to tell him? Who's going to tell him? Yeah, yeah. It's you know like, what I'm saying? But that pop at when Stone Cold wins mm-hmm. the belt right there for the first time, that pop, yeah. Other than the Monday Night Raw when he comes and saves Mick Foley or Mankind, mm-hmm. other than that's probably the two loudest pops ever. Yeah, Stone Cold was running. I mean, he was running shit back there because that's that's March or April of '98. That's in the heart of that. Like that's less than that's right at a year from the rainy we just talked about when he when he went all the way over. Yeah, you could go. You couldn't go anywhere without seeing an Austin three sixteen shirt. Yeah, and then like. The momentum that he carried into the rest of 98, 99, and then even some of 2000. Yeah. I know 2000, he kind of separated for a little bit. But that run of Stone Cold is never going to be duplicated. Oh, it's, it's unheard of. It, it didn't mean – like when we said he was – even as a heel, he was getting cheered. No, for sure. And then like – so we're talking about those. And then – so I'm going to skip around a little bit. You're going to jump to – we'll jump to WrestleMania 20, right? Okay. There was two matches on WrestleMania 20 that I wanted to touch on. 
that I think are some of the best ones. You had the triple threat match for the W or the World Heavyweight Title. You had Benoit, Triple H, and, and oh, Shawn Michaels. All three of them got busted open for that. Crazy. One. That's mm-hmm. when, the, of course, Benoit. Obviously, we don't condone anything no. Benoit did, but you and can't re- omit we, the fact that this is one of the greatest wrestling matches there ever. Was. And you can't omit. We're just talking about wrestling. We're not talking yeah. about the personal life. Fuck him as a person. Like he's yeah. a piece of shit person for what he for did. For what he did, he's the ultimate scumbag for what he did. But, but as a matter, professional yeah. wrestler. He's one of the best there strap-on boots. Yeah, and the, the emotion of that night in general, because not only did he win the world heavyweight title, but then that same night, two matches prior, is when Guerrero beat Angle yeah, for the to, WWE win the, to win the WWE title. And they're like best friends. They've been working their asses off all these years. Yep. The emotion and all that was there. But Benoit submitted. You know, he, he, got, he won by submission in the triple threat. With the crippler cross face. But, dude, WrestleMania 20 was epic, bro. That's when Damn. Cena first started. Because – Let's just talk about this for just a sidebar real quick. Go ahead. Think about all the talent that came in right at 2002. You had Brock Lesnar. Yep. John Cena. Randy Orton. Batista. Dave Batista. That's insane. That's just four of them. (laughs) But these all were guys that came up at the same time. Was that Ohio Valley Wrestling? Yeah. With Cornette? With Cornette. Yeah. Yeah. But like... Think about that, bro. That's insane. Think about the longevity and the money that they made WWE in that 20-year. And they all came out of the same class. Well, Cena's still making money for the WWE. In 2023, Cena. just like Jim Varney, R.P. Yeah. Jim Varney. Cena is still making money for him. And, I mean, the dude, his, did you see his entrance for WrestleMania this year? I haven't year? seen anything from okay. him. You know how he's like the ultimate Make-A-Wish Foundation yeah, yeah. guy? He had, I forget the number of kids, but he had, the whole stage was full of Make-A-Wish kids for his entrance. Damn, Cena pulling on a yeah. heartstring, ain't you? Yeah, and then, then I heard they buried him, too. They just buried him in the match? Uh, well, I think Cena's done. Yeah. I think he's done. I think this was his last match. And he was putting over that Austin Theory. Because that Austin Theory kid uh, is pretty much Cena 20 years ago. Okay. It, 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 yeah. it's, uh, this, that, this Austin Theory kid is probably the, the future of the WWE. He's got the look. He's, he can talk. He's, he'll probably be a great heel down. If start off as a he, he is a heel right now. Yeah. And then he'll here in a couple of years. Here years. Yields. Yields. He'll turn into a baby face, and then he'll make Buku's of money for the WWE. But I think Cena did uh, put him over as uh, like a kind of passing of the guard thing. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. For the, with this WrestleMania, I don't think they buried him. I think it was Cena just putting him over. Yeah. Well, and Cena's done. No, for sure. He's a he's a movie star now, bro. Yeah, and he's got like, I think he's a better actor than The Rock too. You know, I think I can I cuss on that. Okay. I do too. I, and I actually want to see that new movie that's coming out with him and Zac Efron and Andrew Santino. It looks funny. Yeah. Um, Blockers was great with John. Blockers Cena. was funny, bro. <laughs> Blockers was funny. Um, we could talk about what well, before we get into the Shawn Michaels Undertaker. Undertaker Triple H sagas, yeah, that are some of the best matches. You want to talk about Sean and Rick? Oh, just the WrestleMania twenty four, two thousand eight. Yeah, I mean, just if only Ric Flair would have let that be his last match. He did sixty five. He's still doing last matches. Yeah, and Ric Flair, I love you. You're my favorite wrestler ever. That that was a perfect send off. But, bro, oh man, just the emotion in that match was just everything. And Flair could still work in that match. He was still he did the Flair drop. Perfectly in that one. He got busted open. The story that was told in that match, especially whenever he's like standing up crying, yeah, and Rick, and it pans to Shawn Michaels. He's like, "Rick, I'm sorry," and he super kicks him to fucking Timbuktu. Yeah, and he tells him he loves him. Yeah, it's so just, dope, bro. Shawn Michaels is 
I say Ric Flair's my favorite wrestler, but like I almost put Shawn Michaels as my number one favorite wrestler just because of Ric Flair. If he, he just kept going yeah. after that, he went to TNA. Shawn Michaels didn't do none of that, bro. No, no. Shawn Michaels got in and got. He came in and did a little stuff here and there. But he'd get in a few gimmick matches here and there, and then he he was only good for one or two. After he re- retired, he mm-hmm. was good for maybe a match or two a year. Yeah, and and like if you go. They WWE put out a Blu-ray like called Shawn Michaels Mr. WrestleMania. Yeah, and uh, he they, is. <laughs> they put and it's such a dope set, but they left off the WrestleMania 20 match. Yeah, because yeah. of Benoit, which yeah. is lame. But you can sit here and honestly say, of course, Taker had the streak, right? Mm-hmm. But I think Shawn Michaels has the best wrestle, the, the best, the most dope like. WrestleMania matches. I agree. Oh, yeah. Over Taker. Oh, yeah. And Taker had the streak. But I think that Shawn Michaels, if you if you set them on paper, or and then if you set them down and watch them, I think Shawn Michaels' matches at Mania were better than the one, like the, you know. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll agree and he's got that. he's got less than Taker. Taker's got, probably got twice as many. Well, no, even, uh, no, I, I bet even with the Rockers, Rockers days. Yeah, so, I'm just saying when when yeah. when, when Sean stopped, and yeah, Undertaker yeah, just yeah, ended. You. When did he? When was his last one? Like last year, or the year before? Uh, who knows? Who, you know who what I'm saying? But like yeah. he kept going. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. And, I, and Sean but, and Sean's ahead of. Is he head of NXT now? Or uh, he's 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 working. He's big and he's a big influence on Logan Paul right now. That's like Logan Paul's go to. And everything. You know, I get that because that's the kind of vibes I get when I see Logan wrestle. Yeah, like he, not. I'm, I'm not trying to get everybody to destroy me in the comments. I'm saying no. his style of wrestling is. You could tell he's like a Shawn yeah. Michaels fan. Oh yeah, and I'll go ahead and say I'll admit it. I'm every match that I've watched from Logan Paul, it's been a great match. No, I've watched two from him. I didn't. I need to watch this new Mania one. But the one that he did last year was incredible. Yeah, he, same with Pat McAfee, bro. Where, where is that coming from? Uh, Logan Paul and Logan Paul has said, "I'm not a Logan Paul fan uh, as a person. I'm not a fan of him at all." But it comes back to the in ring stuff. You got to give him credit where credit's due. I mean, the yeah. dude is he's taking it serious. Yeah. Uh, of course, he's not going to be out there every Monday Night Raw, every SmackDown, and all that stuff. He's going to be in big matches because he's a big name. Yeah. But he's taking this serious, and he's putting on a show, and he's entertaining people. Yeah, and I can't knock it at all. No. Um, so we can get into these three. WrestleMania 25, you got the first Undertaker-Shawn Michaels match. Yep. Those two matches them guys had, Shawn Michaels and, and Taker at 25 and 26, I can't even say which one I like better. I like the second one better, the career versus the street match. You I like, like that better. one better? Yeah. I like, like that one as a whole better. It's it. Both matches are great, but just the stipulations with the career versus the streak. Yeah. And you got you, – you had uh, Shawn Michaels come back. He's got the whole holy entrance and all that mm. stuff versus the Undertaker. And just the pacing of that match is great because – you have Undertaker. Where, when Shawn Michaels and Undertaker are together, Shawn Michaels brings out the best of everybody that he oh, gets Oh, of course. That's, yeah, for sure. And for a guy like the Undertaker that's 6'10", to be pulling off moves. Oh, bro. Because he trusts Shawn Michaels. He, he can only pull off those kind of moves with people you trust, yeah, especially because he almost breaks his freaking neck in that match. I was going to say that the swan time that he does, he yeah. almost lands on his head. He legit almost like lands yeah. on, on his head. And he, I don't think Taker's going to do that with anybody other than Shawn Michaels because he knows he's going to protect him. 
Yeah. In the well, best way he can. And th- those two matches were great. And then the two matches that Taker had the years after that with, with Triple H were, were, were oh, great. Oh, great one. One of them was a hell in a cell. Yeah, and then one of, one of them, uh, Sean, was the, was the referee. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that match, I want to say, was that – that wasn't the one – yeah, WrestleMania 28 was Undertaker versus Triple H in a Hell in a Cell. Was that the one that, that Sean was the referee in? It may have been. Okay. I'm not, uh, I'm not 100% sure, okay. but it, it could have been. But, yeah, that Undertaker and Triple H always put on great matches together. When Taker got in there with somebody that can work, Taker put on great matches. It yeah, was for sure. Some of, like when he was going up against uh, – the great Khalid and well, yeah, some of those he can't. And what can he do? Yeah, you know what I mean. At that point, I mean, it's for like, for a guy like the Undertaker to be able to walk the ropes like he does shows the kind of athleticism as a big man the Undertaker has. But when you're going against the giant Gonzalez, you can only do so much. Yeah. <laughs> so the the one okay. So at 28, the Hell in a Cell match was the one that Shawn Michaels okay. was against Renfat. So yeah, he was right on that one. Um, Let's see if there's any more we can talk about. Well, I got uh, WrestleMania 30. You have the uh, triple threat match with Daniel Bryan versus oh, Randy Orton and that Batista. Was the, that was the whole yes, yes, yes. That was the yes movement days. And it, Man. You haven't seen a crowd reaction like that since Austin, I think, with the movement Daniel Bryan had. Yeah, 2014, bro. That was that was special. Like that, that I remember pulling for Daniel Bryan so, so tough at that time. And when he actually won, I was like, "Holy shit!" Well, see, in that WrestleMania, he had to get—he was he the first. Yeah, well, no, the first match of the night was him versus Triple H, and he yeah. had to win that match to get to the Triple Threat match. Yeah, yeah I remember. And that. messed up his messed up his shoulder in that match and everything. Yeah. And then comes back for the Triple Threat match, and you talk about a pop when he won the title. And then, of course, that's the same WrestleMania where the Undertaker gets beat by Lesnar. Yeah. No, for sure. And you know what? And, and what's crazy, too, and it sucked because we all witnessed it, but the push was for Daniel Bryan so hard. Oh, yeah. To Mania. He wins the title, and then it just kind of – Well, he got hurt because he got hurt. He got hurt. Yeah, he was But, like, hurt. it was the whole build to that, and the whole sell of it was you can't do this, you can't sell tickets, and then he finally wins, and then he gets legit hurt. Yeah. And then it's and like, then, oh, man. Yeah. But just uh, the whole yes movement was – No, that was crazy, To bro. see a whole entire arena doing the same motions that the wrestler mm-hmm. is doing, Yeah, not many people can pull that off. No, not at all. I and mean, what's crazy, this is just crazy how – that was almost 10 years ago. Though. That's insane to think about. 2014, WrestleMania 30, because next year's WrestleMania 40. That's that crazy. is insane, bro. That's 10 years that's went, that's been. Dude, I can't wait till this new stadium gets built here in Nashville because the WWE has already said, as soon as this stadium's built, we're getting a WrestleMania. And that's happening. Yeah. That's happening, boys. We're getting tickets. You hear me, Chance, back there? For sure. Nod your head if you agree. He nods his head. So, just, <laughs> I saw where you listed one. I think the one we haven't talked about that you've listed is uh, – Brawl for all. The finals of the Brawl for all. What a clusterfuck the Brawl for all was. Well, you, you got Dr. Death, Steve Williams, that it ended his career. Yeah. Because they thought, and again, I'm a big fan. Of, and it pretty much ended Bart Gunn's career. Yeah. I'm a big fan of um, Dark Side of the Ring. I've got I've oh, all my, of them on YouTube. I have one of the best it. series to ever come out about wrestling. The, the episode that that one is is so, is so good. And I've heard Bruce Pritchard talk about it on his podcast. I've heard multiple people talk about it about how much of a shit show it was. Jim Ross has talked about it. Yep. And the Hornet. whole the whole yeah, the whole thing about that was they thought that Dr. Death was just gonna run the gauntlet. Yeah, right? he does. And Bart Gunn is this fucking tech was well, he from Texas? He probably he's, he's a southern yeah. dude. They had Bradshaw in there. 
and they and said he, that he Vin, fucked Bradshaw up. Vince Russo said because he was the brainchild between behind that. Of course, Vince. He Russo said the was. whole reason he even wanted to do that is because he heard Bradshaw. He was tired of Bradshaw running his mouth that he could whoop everybody's ass. And it and was the worst Clark idea down. ever, bro. Because yeah. it was real, and it would people. Everybody got hurt. Everybody. Yeah. And well, then, it ended the career of two guys. Yeah, for sure. And then Bart Gunn. Like one, and then they're like, let's get Butterbean. Yeah. And Butterbean is a real boxer and fucking obliterated. Killed him. him. Killed him. It After just, that, like. It was just, it bar- you never saw Bargain again. No, man. But this was fun, bro. And we, yeah, uh, yeah, we, well, we talked about like the WrestleMania three, the Hogan versus Andre. The only thing that was great about that was just the Hogan winning the body slam. The slam, yeah. Um, the, you remember the entrances back to the, uh, for that WrestleMania when they came down the hallway in the little rings? Oh, yeah. The carts and all that stuff. So funny. What about, and then was it, uh, WrestleMania nine? They came out and carry, uh, like the yeah. Roman carriages and all that stuff. Yeah, because it was like the whole, uh, yeah. Is it Vegas it at the Trump Plaza? It was the Trump Plaza, yeah. It so, was such a small. Uh, it was venue. a small venue for WrestleMania. And, yeah, and and again, this is just a little handful. There's a lot more other matches we could have talked about, but yeah. t- chance where are we at? Are we at an hour. Fifty-two minutes. See, we're I'm, we're getting like, good at this. Yeah, 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 that was easy. We're getting good at this, but like the main thing about it is with me is that I'm glad that we're going to start rolling these in every now and then because that's a big part of. Me and you both. Like, oh, yeah. Is wrestling. Oh, yeah. Not so much current wrestling, but like nostalgic oh, yeah. wrestling. That's what everybody watched was nostalgic. Like yeah. back then. You know, th- there's so many different directions we could go with wrestling topics in addition to, you know, the movie topics that we do. Um, we could do like a specific wrestler, like a Stone Cold episode, a Shawn Michaels. I mean, there's just, we, we could, got SummerSlams coming up. You could, we could, keep, you could do summer, uh, SummerSlam matches. You could do breakdowns. Of, you could do kind of whatever you want. I mean, we do. could do, like, especially for the big, uh, for the big pay-per-view, the big five pay-per-views, we could do breakdowns of those. I don't, not necessarily, I don't know about every pay-per-view, but like the Big Daddies, right. WrestleMania, SummerSlam, Survivor Series, Royal Rumble. What I, what I would like to do too at some point, and it, it'll be an extensive episode, would be like to do maybe like the Hogan, the Hulkamania era. Oh, man. The run. Like we would have to condense it, but like if we did that run, like that, that could be, that could be dope. Oh, yeah. Or yeah. just we could pick a year. Yeah. And then just kind of break down like. It's same with like the, the the Stone Cold year when he took off. It's just like yeah. Sean Mi- any I'd like one episode just about Sean Michaels is going to be. And we'll have to get Chance on that yeah. one. That's Chance's favorite. That's favorite Chance's wrestling. number one of all time. So, but, yeah, um, Chance is going to be making some appearances on these wrestling episodes. He is a plethora of wrestling knowledge. You see, I had to get some plethora in there. You definitely did, dude. And the thing about it is, man, is that. Teen Wolf's the greatest movie of all time. Oh, I had to so. get that in too. I couldn't think to. of anything to relate to wrestling. So I didn't <laughs> Chubbs. Chubbs. Chubbs wrestling. Did he was he on the wrestling team in Teen Wolf? Maybe. We'll say he was. We'll say <laughs> was Chubbs. he on the wrestling team? <laughs> Shout out to Mark Holton. Um, but yeah, guys. Y'all be sure to hit the comment section up and let us know what you thought of the wrestling episode. Give us ideas for other episodes in the future. We're yep. gonna we're gonna keep hitting y'all with with episodes weekly. I think we're moving to Thursdays. Thursdays seem to work better. We're going to do Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central for the upload for the. Uh, I think it'll be time. a lot easier for people to tune because a lot of people like being like being in the live chats and yeah. just talking to for sure. Maybe not just talking to us, but talking to the other people in the live chats. No, for sure. So we're going to do th- we're going to for right now we're going to do Thursdays at 7 p.m. Central. We've been doing Wednesdays at 7 p.m. But y'all stay tuned. We're going to keep things rolling with that and. Um, 
salute to to Chance, salute to Revolution One Media, salute to Nixon Pro Media. Yep. And um, salute to Trouble Spirits as well. They're going to be coming on on board with us here soon, and all that stuff. Oh, sponsor shout out to Ryan and Trouble Trouble Spirits. Trouble for Spirits sure. is coming on with us. We'll have a little little thing for y'all to to get with them. A little little spring. So we appreciate all y'all. The shows have been the feedback's been amazing. We're having a lot of fun with this. Uh, yeah, it's been a blast, man. Yeah, man, we love y'all. We appreciate the support. And y'all be sure to tap in. Um, the link's in the description. Y'all go check us out on Spotify or Apple, whatever audio version y'all, y'all like. And be sure to leave a review because those help us out immensely. Yes, please. So if y'all would, please uh, hit us up and you know go ahead and do that for us. But we appreciate it. Again, Chance, thank you. Um, Squizzles, thank you. Anybody that's been helping me and Tony, we're, we, we really appreciate believe it big in time. this podcast. And, yeah. um, we're going we're gonna to keep building it. So thank y'all so much. Over the top. Let's get it. We out this motherfucker. Stop. <laughs>